0: And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number 47. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Supreme Clientele Barbershop, located in the Browntown Shopping Center in Old Bridge, New Jersey. As always, shout out to our guys, Ray and Dave, aka Rocco, the two dopest barbers around. Um, I was just at Supreme the other day. I was getting my cut, getting ready to do some Breein' Teach, um and I was just talking with Ray, I just like, I couldn't even imagine not having Ray as my barber. Like, I, it feels so weird. It would feel so weird to get my hair cut by anyone else at this point.
1: Ray's just my guy. Shout out to Ray. I know Ray listens to this now. Speaking of getting your hair cut by somebody else, Ray was not in, I work every day till 9, 10 o'clock, whatever. Ray wasn't in the one day that I left at 530 to get a haircut, and I call him, and I go, listen, if you're not there, like, I need a cut badly, like, I'm gonna ask Rocco for a cut. Do you care? And he was like, No, but even in the chair, I felt so weird yeah, getting you my hair cut. And that's right. And, by we, Rocco. and we spoke with Rocco. That's yeah, what oh, I, I love Rocco, but the fact that someone else is cutting my hair just felt so and weird. And I
0: bet you all Rocco's uh, clients would be like, Yo, if, if they feel mad weird if Rocco wasn't cutting their hair. Oh, either. 100%, that shit, that but it's Rocco still it, does a great job. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Would, it's yeah. mad different. I just couldn't imagine, like, and that's the same thing. Like, if I wasn't getting my hair cut by Ray, it would be Rocco. Like, that's, I, wouldn't, I couldn't imagine getting my hair cut by anyone else. So, Shout out to our guys at Supreme Clientele. Go get a cut, 20 bucks, best barbers around. Big facts. All right. Let's get into the league. Let's get into the
1: business. First thing I want to say, Go ahead. this league was this week was lit. Very lit. The, every game was I I don't know. The game some of the games might not have ended up being as close in the final score, but going into the week and uh, as the games were progressing going through, the games were all super competitive. Like I said, some of the final scores are a little bit, um, make the games look like they weren't as close as they were, but every game was super competitive. And I think we saw a lot better side of some teams while other teams kind of faltered this week in a big matchup. I
0: thought it was a really good week. I thought it was really competitive as well. It was, um, it was heavy hitters i think it was really good matchups for everyone for all around it was it was really everyone played someone that they could easily have beaten,
1: in easily have lost to yes. like that type of I thing
0: i think i think this might have been the best week in terms of scheduling for you know just the matchups i really enjoyed uh this week let's start with let's go chronological order here let's start with the first game of the day and we'll go all the way down yeah. so the first game of the day was the kings versus injured reserve and this one i'll start off kurtzman um, this one was a typical Kings game. They play really well in the first half. They hang tough. Second half comes around. They give up one run. It always is. It's just one run where the other team goes on like a 18 to 5, a 20 to 5 run, puts them up like 15, 13 points. And then they can just never, you know, they can never answer back with a run of their own. It's just, then it's just even the rest of the game. The Kings, if we have like a. Uh, a trailing, so like h- how much have you been trailing by 10? I don't know how many have they, lo- they lost all their games by over like five or six points, right? So they haven't really played. Yeah, it. they played
1: one close game against the Wolf Yes,
0: but, but most of their games have been the scoreboard has not been indicative of how the game actually went. I agree. If the that's where the eye test comes in with this team because they play well, they have guys who do things well, and then it's just one run every single time that that is their downfall
1: yeah no listen the game was tied at half it was 27 27 at half and um i was talking with some of the players on injury reserve actually today about it because the videos came out so the league was popping today because lee pictures videos all that stuff and they said they came out flat every second half so far the season injured reserve mm. but this week mike was there he was a little more in the flow of things and they went on a 10-0 run to start the second half or an 8-0 run i think it was and then just like that it was you were up eight, and the, even, that was a smaller run than like I think that they've given up in other games. But they were just not able to mount their own run to come back. And I think like we're very repetitive about the Kings every week because we know they have talent. Yeah, no, players. I'm not going to
0: spend much time on, no. on, on on recapping the Kings because they know what they need to do. Yeah, they and they,
1: they have winnable games in front of them. They yeah. still have they and they still have a chance to make the playoffs even being 0 and five right now. Yeah, um, this was a big win for injured reserve. We can start talking a little bit about what they did well. Um, they moved the ball. Well, they got scoring from every single player on the, on the court that was there. Um, Smitty played his best game of the season. Jimbo was great. Mike Danino was a stud.
0: Um, they had block shots with Mork and George. They Justin Mork hit shots off the bench as well. Uh, they got contributions from everybody and they're going to need Mike to be there and be that guy. They're going to need Jimbo to be there and be the point guard of their offense. Um, I know Jimbo is a little um he's like Jimbo's a nice kid. So Jimbo, if you're listening to this, you can't come out of the game and start the second half. I hate to break that to you. If you're playing uh if you're playing a team that's a um that's a better team or one of the top tier teams in this league, you could not start the second half on the bench. Smitty played his best game this season, like I said, he was phenomenal in this game. Smitty, I was doing I did the stats for their team. Mm-hmm. Smitty had a really good game, he was really composed. Uh, did a really good job of helping Jimbo and Mike create as well. Definitely getting his, taking tough shots, making tough shots, getting to the lane. Uh, Smitty had a really, really good game. That will be my Smitty's like my breakout performer of the week for the league. I thought he had
1: he had a really good day. No, he did, and um, I think Andrew deserved. They uh get a little momentum going into next week's game, so. They, listen, they get two in a row going, and then they become a team that you look for and you maybe don't want to see in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah,
0: we're going to do the little preview at the end of this, so we're just going to recap the
1: game then. All right, so uh, give me the stats.
0: For this game, Chris, give me the top performers from this one. Yeah,
1: so for injured reserve, Mike Dino had his first big game of the season, finished with 18 points on 8 of 11 shooting, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. Um, Like I said, everyone had a a lot to do with this one for injured reserve. Smitty, 9 points. Jimbo finished with 13 and 5 assists. George had a couple big plays in a row that kind of um, brought them, kept their run going. Uh, Morick played well. Dean, 6 points, 2 of 3 from 3. And for the Kings, Joe finished with 11 points. Three assists, two rebounds, and Liam Byrne finished with 11 points as well. Seven rebounds and three assists and two steals as well. So, listen, they had a lot of guys who scored a little amount of points. They only put up 42 as a team, only 15 in the second half. Like we said, you guys just need to play a a complete 44 minutes. Yeah. All
0: right, Uh, let's move on to the next game of the day here, which was the primetime game of the week. It was the Wolfpack against Great and Grind. That game was fire. Yeah. That game was very tough.
1: It lived up to the billing, for uh,
0: sure. Wolfpack came out hot. I mean, Wolfpack came out slow. Yes, very Britain slow. Green and Brian came out hot. I thought the game was going to be over. I thought, I've played with a lot of these guys before. I've played with Taz, played with Z, played with Hamza. Um, I thought they just didn't have it when the game started, right? But Deshaun stayed aggressive the whole game. Pop City, aka Abdul, aka Fred Van Fleet. that's what people in the league call him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Abdul really got hot. He was three or four from three, I'm pretty sure. Didn't mm-hmm. even miss a, a three. Um, super aggressive going to the rim, crazy lays and everything. Um, Deshaun and and Abdul combined for 59 points. Of their like 80. 59 between yeah. the two. 30 yeah. from Deshaun, 29 from Abdul. They had crazy good games. They did a really good job. I thought Taz looked a little bit better in terms of his ability to finish. It, um, still couldn't shoot, still over three from three. But around the rim, he was much better. Zahir didn't shoot particularly well, but he played good defense, rebounded, hit the big shot at the buzzer. Uh, Zahir's little brother was the player of the game to me. Obviously, Abdul and... Um, Obviously Abdul and Deshaun did the majority of the scoring, but Lali, here's little brother, was an absolute stud in this game. Had like eight rebounds, nine points, like in he, limited minutes. Like, he hasn't li- played as many minutes. He, yes, he didn't and he but he made all the impact plays, big time mm-hmm. offensive rebounds, layups, pump fakes. He was really good in this game. So um I, I thought I thought that Wolfpack was really good, grit and grind. They started off hot, they went cold, and then
1: dubs kind of brought them back in it. Yeah. What do you think went wrong for them? Um, I think Grin grind. I told them after the game, I think they went away from what was working. Um, when Dom, So basically for the majority of the game, Dom played half the game at the five, and Jordan Marrero was uh, playing now for the injured yes. Tyler Clark on their team. He's out for the year. He hurt his knee. Um, they played him the other half of the game at the five, and I felt like when Dom was in the game, they ran pick and roll. And it was working. It was effective. Dubs was finding Dom on the roll, I think, for two or three layups. He, he was finding uh, shooters on the wings and in the corners off the, off the help and whatnot. But when Jordan came in the game, they kind of slowed the offense down. They went into the post a lot. Jordan had a lot of touches in his first game. Now, listen, we all know Jordan's a good player, but he even told me he hasn't played in a very long time. He doesn't play as consistently as usual. So maybe um, they should have went with a different... Um, Strategy when he was in the game. I think they could have just stuck with what was working, let him just run in the pick and roll instead of Dom. Uh, Dom finished with eight points and nine rebounds in just about half the game. So i, I like th- to see a little bit more of Jordan and Dom at the same, at the same time. time. Give me length. Um,
0: I love Jordan as a player. I think Dubs, just knowing that Jordan hasn't played, was trying to get him acclimated. Almost like LeBron with A-Dick. Yes, he was trying to get him acclimated. Uh, Jordan's going to be a really good pickup for their team. And he's going to be fine moving forward. I have no worries about grit and grind. My only critique of this game, I would like to see Majid a little bit more involved. I think I think they went away from Majid a little bit. We know, and listen, I don't blame Dubs. Dubs was a stud in crunch time. When they needed him to be, Dubs was getting all the buckets. I just think even with, you know, Jordan now getting post-touches, I'd like to see the lineup of, uh, I'd like to see a lineup of Dubs Majid Magic,
1: Billy Dom Jordan like that's a big that's a lineup. lineup.
0: I know, and listen, I know Tom Garvey is first team all defense, but. Um that's a big lineup. I'd like to see that that lineup get a little bit of run there and I think yeah. I think we will. Tom is probably listening to this. Tom probably already knows this and will be I cuz I feel like Tom even though Dom is technically the captain, I feel like Tom is the brains behind the operation on that
1: team. Yeah, no, I think Tom and Dubs probably do the most like yeah. one-on-one talking about what's actually going to go on. Majid definitely a lot too. I just I'm looking at the stats and I listen, we play with Majid and to see him only attempt 12 shots like it just doesn't seem like he got enough touches. And in a big game like this, the best back possibly one of the best back two of the best backwards in league going against each other. Yes. You want them to kinda of, those two, those four guys to kind of be determining the game. And the Wolfpack allowed their two to kinda of to get off while uh, great and grind kind of didn't allow Majid to really keep getting in the flow. He came out a really hot start, hit a few threes yeah. early, but kind of was very quiet in the second half. So I would just like to see Dubs let kind of. You have to give Taz credit; he was playing good defense. Yeah, no, no, on no, no Majid that's, no, that's for sure. But I also don't think Majid was touching the ball. Yeah, a lot in no, the yeah, half. and that's fine because Dubs runs the point. He runs the offense for them. But I think there are times where Dubs can. Dubs look really tired out there. And I think there's times where he can just give him a the ball and that, say, "Hey, your off, turn." He
0: was coming off of being sick. Um, I, I do think that uh, that had a little bit to do with it, but it was a really good game
1: nonetheless. No, it was, uh, and I'm not worried about not either worried team. about
0: either team going forward. I think if they played this game ten times, it could go six four either way. Yeah.
1: Um. One big thing I think Wolfpack was missing their big man. So that could have made it a little bit of a difference in the game. But listen, you play with who you got out there. Grain grind, they were very close to getting a win, but Wolfpack did what they did to have to get out the victory. let's go go stats on this one. Um, Ryan finished, Dubs finished 8 of 15. Um, From two, two of nine from three. Really struggled from three in the second half at least. I think he hit two both in the first half, honestly. Uh, Still ten rebounds, five assists. Had six turnovers, and I think he knows he has to clean that up a little bit. Like you say, he was coming off being sick. Um, Majid finished with 15 points. Three assists, four rebounds, and Jordan in his first game back finished with 15 points and five rebounds. I talked about Damaray, eight points and nine rebounds. For the Wolfpack, Deshaun finished with 30 points on 10 of 19 shooting, five assists, four rebounds, and two steals, also with six of six from the line. Um, Pop City, Abdul Popple finished... Um, 13 of 17 from the field. Super efficient yeah. game. It didn't feel like he was missing a shot he out there, so that doesn't shots, surprise yeah. me reading it. 11 rebounds, a double double for a, what, five, he was seven all guard? Over the glass. He's, listen, he is one of those players where I watch him and I'm like, yeah, he's the best player on the court, even when Deshaun is out there, because I think Abdul, he does a lot on defense. He blocks shots, he rebounds the ball. Not to say that Deshaun doesn't do that stuff, but. Pop City every week comes out and impresses me. Um, Taz finished with six points. He was uh, three of seven from the field. Zaheer, nine points on three of eight from the field. Also had eight rebounds. And you talked about Lolly. He had eight rebounds. Also finished with nine points. So, yeah. listen, a lot of con- contributions needed from the the, the the role players on the team. And the two stars got it done. Yeah. 59 combined points. So, let's continue yeah, on.
0: Really good game there. Uh, let's move on to the Oh, real quick. Na- sorry.
1: Wolfpack moved to 3-0. and Great and grind fall to 2-2. Two two, but... Like I said, they could easily win the championship. Yes,
0: let's <laughs> let's move to the next game here, which was the A section. A section versus, versus Wave, Wave of Wire. Wire team. Um, I'll come out and say congratulations to Wave Wire for getting their first win of the season. Um, I'll, my initial takeaways were Jelani is a phenomenal point guard. I think Jelani, if he hits his free throws, is an absolute stud. He did a really good job defensively, I thought, too, making Joe Piscopo work after Joe kind of got hot and was getting off early in the game. Um, Zach, we talked about Zach, how he needed to come alive. Kind of went away from the three ball a little bit, started going to the rim, started finishing, ended with, I think, 22 points. He had a really good game. TJ O'Regan had a really, really good game. TJ had a play where he gets a rebound, goes coast to coast, gets a layup. And as he was walking back, I heard him saying to himself, oh, I'm tough. I'm tough. That was tough. I thought that was really he had he had some, some two threes in this game as well. Um my, uh they they just played a really good game as a team, Wait for wire, I felt like. I, f- I felt like they they knew what they were doing. Case on usually we know is is one of the biggest volume shooters in the league. He came out, kind of took a little bit of a backseat this week. Only took 12 he, shots this week. Only took 12 shots, did not come out shooting that, that many shots. We thought that him versus Joe might be the the solo matchup of the week. Didn't turn out that way. Kaysan, uh didn't really have it going from three, started going to the rim a little bit more. Um, I, I like I liked the way that uh, they played. I would like to see Case a little bit more aggressive than he actually was, but I thought as a team, Waiver Wire played a good game.
1: No, they really did, and I think it finally finally culminated a little bit. Like they started playing good, de- better team defense. They started rebounding the ball better. Uh, Jarwar, once again doing yeah. it all over there. Um, they started actually making their layups. Like I just feel like they really were playing more as a team. Jelani really makes that team go. I feel like That's just, I think back to back eight assist games for him. So he's one of the league's best passers. He turns the ball over a little because he gets, tries to get a little flashy. But when you're making plays as much as he is, has a ball in his head as much as he does. You're yeah, I don't mind the turnovers. No, me yeah, neither. I because I think, I think I think I. I think in this league, more than other, everyone's going to turn the ball over a little yep. bit. So you just need to capitalize when teams do turn the ball over in your favor. And when you turn the ball over, get the stops to get the ball back. But um they played a really good game. The game was very close throughout. I really liked what I saw from them. And I hope they build on this going forward and start to rally together more wins. Yeah.
0: And As far as A-section goes, um I, I thought they just, they just missed a lot of easy ones. Joe had a good game. I think everyone else was... Uh, I know... Um, Billy, I think, is the shooter, the blonde blonde. Yeah, hair shooter. Yeah, Billy Novak, yes. He shoots really well. He oh, does. Oh, Billy, his last name is Novak? I'm pretty sure. I thought they were calling him Billy Novak because of Steve Novak. No, I'm pretty sure his name is oh, Billy okay. Novak. okay. Yeah, well, he shoots like yeah, Steve he does Novak. Do, yeah, yeah. He, he shot the ball really well. They had, uh, is his brother, is that his brother on the team, the other blonde hair kid? No, his name's
1: Danny McLean. Oh, okay, so yeah, it's no, not, they no, look no, like no. brothers. Yeah, he a looks, little okay, bit. Okay, no, if you don't but, know them, um, you would think they're brothers. 100%. They
0: both came out and shot the ball really well, as well as Joe, but... I thought they're bigs, Driton, Tom, because they need to do a little bit more. They they had they had a they were they were definitely the bigger
1: team. They definitely they had, had the a size. They had a size mismatch for sure. I,
0: I think they needed a little
1: bit more. I just think they missed some easy ones in this one, Kurtz. Yeah, no. Um, I think I think we say that a lot about them each week. Um, I think Velo played a better game yeah. than he usually does. I think he. I think another reason why Case might not have been taking as many shots because Velo was definitely Velo playing good. good defense, was playing yeah. good defense. Now, Kaysan can get his shot off on anybody, but I think he was just kind of letting the team do their thing. The team was playing well. He wasn't going to go out there and force a lot of shots. Jelani had the ball in his hands. I I like Kaysan off the ball. I like Kaysan with Jelani. Yeah, that that, that also. But Jelani
0: who tweeted out that he's going to retire after the season.
1: Interesting. Okay. Though, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, but I listen, I think that A section, they compete every week. They do not get blown they don't get blown out really. They are always playing close games. Um I think eventually they're gonna turn the they're gonna turn the table, they're gonna get over the hump, get another win. Um they haven't won since week one. But I kinda like the direction they're going in. They're getting more contributions each week from a couple more players and hopefully that culminates with them getting a few more wins, getting into the playoffs. But, listen, Joe, he's the engine of the offense. He does a lot. He has a lot of dribbling. I don't know how he doesn't Joe pass is, out Joe during is, the game. Joe is Damian Lillard. Yes, he's definitely Damian he's Lillard. He's Damian Lillard. No, for sure. Uh, he takes a lot of step-back threes, misses a lot, but he takes a lot, and he's going to make a lot, makes a yeah. lot also. Um, yeah, no, I think the bigs just need to play better. I think Drayton needs to assert himself. Tompkins, big body, assert yourself, especially in a game like that. I feel like maybe that could have been a game where Joe took a little bit of a lesser roll on the offense and kind of got the ball into them and allowed them good to little do bit more. more facilitator yeah no it is what it is listen you guys played very tough next week's a new game and you should yep, move on let's go ahead get the stats on this one kurt uh joe piscopo we just talked about him had another great game honestly 29 points four assists three rebounds also had two steals and for all the dribbling he does in fact he only had four turnovers that's Crazy. that's yeah it's very good um Drayton finished with 4.7 rebounds. Uh, Billy Novak, we talked about, hit three threes. Also, made it two. He had finished with 11 points and four rebounds. And Nick Tompkins I feel like finished.
0: I like you didn't miss a shot either, that kid.
1: Yeah, uh, three of five from three. Yeah, uh, he had really he had really four, four of seven from the field. He yeah. had a good game for sure. Uh, and Nick Tompkins finished with five rebounds. Also, at two blocks on the day. All
0: right. What's the uh, the other team in this game? Oh, the Wave, the Wave wire, Sorry.
1: Zach finished with 24 points on eight of 16 shooting, four rebounds, three assists. Jelani finished with nine points. Oh, I'm sorry, seven assists, five rebounds, four steals. He was kind of all he was really everywhere. all over the place. Everywhere. He was everywhere. Kason finished with 12 points on five of 13 shooting. Uh Q had four points. TJ O'Regan finished with 15 points on six of nine shooting, one of three from three, four rebounds, one assist. Uh Jarwar, five rebounds. Mike DeRose finished with four and four. And yeah, that's that for the Wave Wire Warriors. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the 3.30 uh, start, which was probably the craziest game in terms of uh, benches going crazy, shit talking, emotion. So uh, we have a
0: new rule to introduce to in the league. Yeah.
1: Um, we're just going to say it right now because I'm kind of sick and tired of it. If you're not on the team who is playing, you are standing on the other side of the gym from the, uh, the benches. Uh, the, it was getting a little it was getting a little too heated between the squads it were more so between the players who people who weren't playing yes. with the other team I understand listen you're rooting for your friends you want your friends to win against guys especially guys you don't know but I'm not dealing with it because it was getting too heated for no reason it just we didn't need it so if you're not playing on the team if you're a fan of the team you're sitting on the opposite side of the bleachers there's seats for every there are seats for everyone so we're gonna make it that way to try to stop that and especially on the other point of it the stat keepers and the score scoreboard people can't see the court if you're all standing on the court basically so we need to make sure they have a clear vision so we can get the stats as accurate as possible and just to keep the games flowing i feel like the game had a few stoppages just because we were trying to say yo you need to shut shut up and we just need to play the game so if you are not on the team you'll be sitting across the gym in the
0: bleacher section we'll pull out the bleachers more so more people could sit that is how that's going Deal Sorry, with it. deal with it. That's just how it is. Yeah. Uh to get into the game here. Uh Julius, breakout game. Phenomenal. Finally. Uh I thought Will was phenomenal defensively. He talked shit on the Instagram, came out and backed it up on in terms of defense. Jack, another one who's gonna be on these uh all defensive teams, was phenomenal. Gorky had a good game, even though he started off a little bit slow. Steve got going, had 16. They had a really good game all around from their all-around performance. Femi came and hit a shot. They had a really good uh, team performance, which uh, ultimately ended up in, in them getting a big-time win. Uh, they they pretty much controlled the game the entire time, never in uh, doubt. No. They played really good team defense, and finally Julius was the player that we ex- not that he hasn't been, but he needed to score this game. He came out,
1: he scored, he looked unstoppable. Really good, really, really, really good game from Julius. Yeah, no, uh, Flippus came out from the opening tip and they just started knocking shots down left and right. And the underdogs, they normally can keep up in the scoring race, but I think they kind of just got they, they were missing, they missed a few shots early. The free game, free throws early, free throws early. Um, we were talking, I remember we were, I would say next to you for that game, I was doing the scoreboard, you were doing the stats, and I thought they were shooting such a worse percentage from the free throw line. And you're like, well, they're only like eight of 13, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I feel like those five free throws are really what's kind of making the game i feel like every time the flippers were up 15 the underdogs would cut it to eight but they couldn't get above that eight point de- deficit hump to kind of make the game where it's like a little more tense flippers may t- turn the ball over a few times you get a few uh easier shots. I feel like everything that the underdogs did was hard. I feel like they the, the shots they made were toughly contested by the defense of the flippers. I feel like Jack did a very good job guarding whoever. I think he was guarding Ty Boogie for a little bit. He was bit. on Ty, he was on Bobby, yeah, he, he was on everyone. Listen, they were out there. They were switching on screens. They were doing what they had to do. I think uh, if that game's played again and Bobby's hitting some more shots, because the shots that Bobby was missing, he was missing some open ones, but at the same time, he was also missing ones that he makes normally. I think he's leading the league in points per game, or he was amongst the league leaders going into today. I think he was averaging 27 or 28 points yeah. a game. So they did a very good job containing him. Um, I like what I saw out of the Flippers, and they got a big-time matchup. In terms of the uh, the underdogs, I just thought that they just had an off game. Vinny Ficino didn't hit any shots
0: for them. Um, Bobby had an off game as well. He Bobby played well at the line, but in terms of from the field, he could have been better. Bobby, like you said, he's averaging 27 a game. We expect him to do big things. Yeah, Ty, but big man played well. Billy, who, who usually gets to the rim for them, uh didn't even score a point in this game. Usually he, he gets a few layups, gets a few just aggressive takes. Um I thought Bryce, the big man, did play. He had a very good game. Uh Ty Boogie, who we know I said last week on the podcast, he's the most underrated player in the league. Um he t- uh turns his ankle in this game, gets injured a little bit. Um big news we'll talk about it in the preview. We'll talk <laughs> about it in the preview, but um, I think the underdogs will be fine moving forward. I'm mm-hmm. not worried about them at all. No. I think they had an off game. Flip was played really
1: good on offense and on defense. That was probably their best game of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, no, they definitely uh, came out from start to finish, controlled the game, took care of business. And uh, listen, that's what you do when you're talking shit on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, go out there and back it up. All right, let's get into the stats of this game, Kurtzman. All right, so Julius finished 9 of 20 for 22 points, finished 2 of 3 from the line, Uh of- three assists four rebounds steve we talked about had 16 points on seven of 13 shooting a very efficient game for him i think he, that's his first like bigger game yeah, of the season. Really well. yeah he's been a little quiet so far this year but i expect that out of him will like we talked about he finished with eight nine rebounds on the day also had five blocks yeah. now listen will i don't When I think about Will's game, I don't think about blocking the ball and really getting playing defense. But he came out there, played defense, was doing everything out there, was making plays, and um, I really like what I saw out of him. And I love what I see out of the Flippers. Yeah. Um. For the underdogs, Ty Boogie finished with 11 points on three of eight shooting. Also finished with 11 rebounds. Yeah. Four of nine from the free throw line. So like I said, we said before, they kind of struggled a little bit from the free throw line. Uh, Bobby. League's top one of the league's top scorers finished with 20 points on five of 13 shooting, nine rebounds, also eight of 10 from the Lions. That's where he did most of his damage. And uh, the big man Bryce finished with 11 points on five of 10 from the field. He's always very efficient from the field every week, like seven of 11, five of he, seven. He, really he, he listen. he gets it done, he does what he needs to do, and he's a good big man for them. Um, that's really it for their team okay. in terms of uh, big time performers in the game. Uh, we can head to the next game, which was the last game of the day, which I also thought was a super competitive. Hard over height against the bad boys. Now Com- we, now we talked about how the one problem for them would just be, can they deal with the height and the rebounding of bad boys? It was the highest scoring game in the league. I want to say of, of, of the season yeah, so far. Not, it was 92 nine, to 85. Yeah. It was no
0: defense being played at all in this no. game. Not for lack of effort, just good buckets everywhere. Yeah. Let me start off by saying this. I said, this is Jason Gomes. I've been watching Jason Gomes play for a long time, known Jason forever. This was the best game I've ever seen Jason play offensively. Well, he um, shot
1: the three, today. he? shot the three. Jason,
0: who we've been yelling at for years to just shoot the damn three like he's Ben Simmons or something. Yeah. Uh came out and shot the three at an extremely efficient clip. He was 4, three, of, six. four of 6. Uh phenomenal game from him at the rim with either hand. He played a really good game. Shafiq led the league in assists with 7 or 8 assists, I think, or was tied. Mm-hmm. He had a really good game distributing as well. Nick Zalek, uh, Al, who's uh, not Al, no, Kyle, no, yeah. Kyle, my bad, yes. Kyle was on their team. Uh, Ed Zala came out and hit two threes. Uh, Mergam got hot late. They scored. They played really well. They scored well. They can score with anyone. I think they were missing one of their bigger bodies, Dylan Charay, and I think that hurt them because Bad Boys KP got off, led the league in scoring this week with thirty three. I want to say he finished with yeah. Thirty-three KP really had he really had a, a good day. Great Christian day. Christian had a day. Both the Seglies were came out hitting shots. Al had a great game. Al he was, was everywhere. Fe- Al was feasting,
1: hitting. That was the we've seen Al play a few times now. That was the best I've ever seen Al shoot. Yeah, Sean. I remember the first week about Al. I said I'm gonna let that. I, I'm playing against him, I'm letting him shoot. But each week he's gotten better at shooting the ball, and we, now Al played in the Y League. I don't I, Yeah, he used to yeah, play in the Wiley. Listen, I haven't played the Wiley in like yeah, six, seven yeah. years now, but um Yeah, no, listen, Al played another great game. And listen, this is what's gonna happen. This is how you scored ninety two points. All your good players are playing efficient basketball.
0: Yeah, they, they went crazy. And um Sean had a really good game as well, their point guard. Yeah. They they were just they were really solid. Uh just everyone on that team was super solid. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not I'm not worried about um I'm not worried about uh, hard over height at all. They played a really good game. They just need to figure out how if they were to match up against that team in the playoffs, they may have to do a little bit of some different scheming. Yeah, I, I think they, sure. they might have to front the post. They might have to do a bunch of different things, double teams. Um, I, I think also uh, Christian could be the best part in the league. KP could be one of the best parts in the league. They're, they have a lot of guys. Al could be one of the most dominant. Like They have a lot of guys on that team. Who just pose a lot of physical problems for a lot of the other people in this league,
1: mm-hmm. and that's why you scored ninety two points. Yeah, no, it's definitely why. And I, w- I want to say about Sean, the point guard. I not I used to not be like, a crazy fan of his game just because I felt like. Um, because you a, used to play against him and he was annoying to play against because he's good. That's not. That is that that's is, not is not why. why. No, it's not why. But watching him handle the ball for forty minutes, really getting to see him move the ball, and he's a very good passer. He's always talking, he's always, always communicating talking. on the court. Um, I think I I would I would say Sean is the best communicator in the league. Yeah, no, if not one of the best, and he's always finding the the right guys in the right position. Like I love his uh, pace. I love his yeah, IQ in I, the game. He, he knows what really, he's doing. You know, hundred percent knows what he's doing out there, and he's a really good point guard to run this team because he gets all there. He's not, he hasn't demand shots. At he all. takes them when he's open, but he doesn't demand them. So he's looking, his first idea is, can I get the at a three ball? Can yeah. I get Christian the ball with a he- full head of steam going towards the rim? Can I get KP in the post? Like he's just trying to get everyone else involved. And then he does his thing on the in transition. He makes plays. He's a willing passer. And listen, I'm a big fan of your game now. Yeah, let's go. Let's go stats for this one before we get into our little preview real quick. For hard over height. We already spoke about him, but we'll give you the full line. Jason Gomes financial 28 points on 11 of 17 shooting, seven rebounds, three assists, four of six from three, two steals. And for basically having the ball in his hands, most, of the game, only three turnovers. We talk about that not turning the ball over is big way. at you, you twenty eight in this one, right? Twenty eight. Yeah, great game for Jay. Like you said, probably his best offensive game. He is not never that aggressive, but it is what it is. Good shit for him. Uh, Shafiq finished with twelve points. Only took eleven shots. He was five of eleven from the field. Seven assists though. He was really moving the ball, getting yeah. everyone involved. Uh, Dylan Quigley. uh, He just doesn't. He's not. Hasn't been getting the amount of shots that he did in week one when he put up thirty one. But listen, if your your team's playing well, you scored eighty five. The team's playing efficient basketball. If you're not necessarily getting the ball, but I expect him on any given week could be taking the most shots on this team and really getting uh, buckets. He finished only eight points on three of nine from the field. Uh, Nick Zalek fourteen points on seven of eight from the field, five rebounds. Mergum, like you said, got off a little late to keep them in it, keep the game uh, extended a little longer. Finished with eleven points on three of six from three three of seven from the field. Ed Zalek, two threes, and Kyle Baker also finished with six points and two rebounds. And for the bad boys, we talked about it before, KP finished, I'm sorry, 12 of 18 from the field, six rebounds, um, finished with 33 points, one steal. Amazing game for KP. And for Christian, he finished with 23 points on 10 of 20 from the field. He's efficient every game, over 50%, finished with uh, 14 rebounds and 3 assists, he was really doing a lot for them he was, listen, if you're going to score 92 points you got to have a couple guys that are getting close to 30 uh, and Sean finished with 6 rebounds and 5 assists uh, only 6 points oh I'm sorry, 10 points and Al finished with 11 points and 9 rebounds Thomas Egley finally gets back on track hit a few threes in this game late but nonetheless, had to see the ball go through the rim, had a couple bad shooting performances the last couple weeks but He's a shooter. He'll knock a few down. He's not worried, but bad boy is very good. Moved to 4-1 in the season. Another team that I could four and easily— 4-1 the only game they lost. They were up
0: 25 in.
1: Yeah, so they, we could be easily looking at them being 5-0 and, oh and saying they're the best team in the league. So. Absolutely. All right, let's get into our little preview of the
0: games for next week. A um, little bit of a change-up this week. Uh, we are playing eighteen minute halves this week instead of the regular twenty 20- half time short. Sh- half time one minute half times. We uh, we have uh we only have the gym from two to six this week. Five games, uh, four hours. Five games and four hours. So we're going eighteen minute halves. Uh Kurtzman already announced that to the group chat, so your captains have probably already told you this. Uh let's start, Kurtzman. Let's go two o'clock start.
1: 145, I'm trying to get it started. Oh, my fault, my fault. One, one, I told them 145. We're going to try to get it started. I, we, I, I was told today I'm in the gym at 130, so we'll see how that goes. But if if, if the gym is open at 130, we're starting at 145. Yes, 145 So start. if you're playing the first game, be ready to start at 145. First game of the day, A-section versus the Kings. I like this matchup. I think both teams have a very good chance to win. If the Kings are going to make the playoffs, they have to win this game. It's basically it's a must win at this point because the A section is going to be one of the teams they're fighting for, one of the last playoff spots with A section one and th- uh, one and three now. Uh, the Kings are zero and four, so this is a game. Listen, if you're going to make the playoffs and you want to keep your season alive, go out there this and get is it a, done. This is a playoff game for these teams. This is the, yeah, a, a section. I'm pretty sure A section would essentially. I don't know if they clinch a playoff spot, but they'd be in the driver's seat to make the playoffs with a win today, a uh, win on Sunday. If they were to lose. They'd have a little work cut out for them. They have to probably win another game to get in. This is a very winnable game for both teams. I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be competitive throughout. I want to see the Kings put a full game together. Put together a full, I guess, 36 minutes for this week. Um, yeah. No, I'm excited for it. It's a good uh, one. Give me your pick in this one. I'm taking the Kings. I think a little desperation is coming gonna come into play here. Um, I think it's going to be super close. I could easily see A-Section winning, but I'm taking the Kings. I think their stars are a little bit better than the A-Sections.
0: I hate that Crispin picked the Kings because I am also taking the Kings in this game. I think I took them last week and I lost on them. I am taking the Kings again in this one. Uh give me the next game here, Crispin.
1: All right, next game, 2:40, uh, uh, approximately a 2:40 start. We're going to As soon as one game ends, Next one starting. A couple minutes, couple minutes. I'm calling this a 2:30 start. Yeah, we're calling a 2:30 start. The uh, huge game, Flippers versus the Wolf Pack. Possibly the two best teams in the league, two best in terms of standings, both undefeated. Something's got to give. I'm, I am i don't really know what else to say other than this is going to be an absolute dogfight throughout. I hope both teams have as many of their guys as possibly there. Um, Yeah, this is going to be a battle of the stars. Julius and Jack and Gorky on one side, Steve on that side, Will against Deshaun, Zaha, Zahir, Abdul, Rashid, and Taz. going to be an absolute barn burner. I'm super excited for it. What are your thoughts on it? Um I think
0: Gorky is a huge X factor in this game. And I think Wolfpack, better than any team in the league, knows how to play Gorky. I think in terms of scoring, Julius and Deshaun and Pop City and Steve, who will not be there this weekend for Ooh. them. Steve will not be there. I think the subs, no Steve, no Femi is going to hurt the um going to hurt the flippers in the long run in this game. I'm going to lean towards the Wolf Pack, edging it out in a close one. Would not be shocked if Flippers win. Julius and Jack, they listen to all the podcasts. They're going to text me. They're going to be, oh, why y'all pick against us? But I'm taking the Wolf Pack in this one. Yeah.
1: No, listen, I'll go against you. I'll take the Flippers. Mm. Why not? And they're on I your think, head every week. For yeah, and they're on them. my head every week for not picking them. But uh, no, listen, I think the Flippers have a lot of scoring. Not to say the Wolf Pack don't, but um, if Rasheed shows up, then that's gonna be a great battle down low between Gorky and Rashid. Um, but if Rashid is not there for the second straight week, Gorky might have a little bit of an edge down low. I don't know who would have to guard him. Zahir. I don't know if they want uh, Zahir's younger brother guarding him. It Would be a little bit of a no. Roommate. Not it would Pro be, be easy. Yeah, would probably be Z Z Z here. Um, They know how each other play. This is definitely a matchup where each everyone knows what everyone brings to the table in this yep. game. I'm taking the flippers. Get a dub, Julius. You might have to go for 30 this game. Jeez. Let's see. And I think for the flip is also with Steve gone, and who else did you say not going to be there? Femi. Femi. With those two guys gone, who is going to be the guy that steps up as the number the the real number two guy if Gorky isn't if Gorky yeah. is being neutralized by Rasheed? Yeah. They're his friends that know how he plays. I
0: agree. Let's get into the uh the three o'clock start in this we'll one. We'll call it like three fifteen. Three fifteen start. <laughs> uh another
1: great game. Bad boys versus Great and grind. <laughs> Great and Grind, I feels like in a battle every week. But I mean, yeah, when, teams, in what good. games? In what game do you not see really a battle? Like, yeah. I mean, like, there's obviously there's. I think the Great and Grind is just a team that they play up to the level and they play down to the level of their competition. So I feel like they're just always in close games. Really, they haven't blown anybody out this year yet. Um, but listen, this te- this game has a lot of bigs. Dom, Jalen, Jordan for Great and Grind. Al, Christian, and KP for Bad Boys. Um, a lot of scoring on this court again. I'm super excited for this one. Also, I think this is a game where Grit and Grind has to kind of go out there and possibly beat a team that's better than them.
0: Mm. Uh, they haven't yet. Who are you going with in this one? Grit and Grind. I'm taking Grit and Grind as well. Wow. Why? Because Why? I think their guard play is going to be, even though we have talked about how much we like Sean mm. and how the segment's played well... I'm going to be interested. In who's going to guard Ryan? Who's going to guard Majid?
1: to guard one of them. You know that for a fact. I know that. But who's going to guard the other? Yeah, one?
0: that's. Are you going to make Christian go out and guard on the perimeter? I don't know. It's going to be. It's going to yeah. be a tough one. I'm going to. I'm going to lean. I would again. I won't be shocked at all. Mm-hmm. I think that Grit and Grind probably has the best size in the league to match up with, with bad, bad Boys. boys. Yeah, for so sure. I'm going to take Grit and Grind in a very close one in this game. I'll give me give me Grit and Grind minus one and a half. That's the that, that's, that's the not, line. That's the line you're no no, on. no 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 Algie, no Algie, no. Augie is the
1: odds maker. Augie is the The line odds of this maker. game
0: should be Bad Boys plus four. Uh, b- bad Boys mm-hmm. minus four and a half. Based on their yes. wins and who they be in, yeah. No, Bad listen. Boys minus four and a half. I would I would take alternate line. I would
1: go, <laughs> I would go alternate line plus two hundred. Here we go. Grid Who's taking the action? Great and no, grind minus no, minus four and a half. I really like both these teams. I I agree. The guard play for Great and Grind is definitely a little bit better than the the guard play for um the Bad Boys, but the bad boys front court is better than the green grind front court. So which battle, which which strength is going to out strength, like outweigh the other team's strength, essentially. All right, Um, let's get into the last game of the, no, no, two more games, two more games, my fault. Hard over height versus waiver wire warriors. I kind of like this game. I think this is a game where neither team has a lot of, there's not a lot of size on the court. I think the tallest player in the game might be six, two, at Z- uh, Nick Zalek, so I think you're going to see a lot of running. Might see a little bit of a uh, some Houston offense, some Houston Rockets offenses where a lot of threes are being shot. Not a lot of big men out on the court. uh Going to see a lot of fast break points. um I think the waiver wire Warriors have some confidence going into this game, coming yeah. off their first win of the season. Hopefully, they can parlay that into a very good showing against Hardover Height. But with that being said, I'm going to take Hardover Height in this game. They've shown that they're better at playing together. They know what each other does better. Uh, does well, and I think that they should handle waiver wire wars. But if Keson and Jelani and Zach are getting theirs, there's no talent. There's no saying that they can't go out there and get. The I'm gonna land. go high scoring affair, very limited defense in this game. Yeah, sounds give about right. me hard
0: over height in this one. I think, like you said, they're the more organized team. Mm-hmm. They've played together way longer. Yes. I like their chemistry in this game more than waiver wires chemistry. I'll go
1: hard over height in this one. Kason's gonna have over thirty this game. That's okay. my. I think <laughs> after last week, kind of taking a little bit of a back seat. I think he comes out. He just dropped got, the new single. Think, just came out. Oh, dropped far, from, far from the city, kind of oh. tough. Go, go check that out. On go his check program. out. Yeah, go check Kason shit out. And yeah, I think Kason's feeling himself now. He'll get a thirty quick. Let's yeah. get to the last game here. Chris, last game you. of the day: injured reserve versus underdogs. <laughs> injured reserve coming off the big win. Uh, Get that kind of jump started there. Hopefully jump starts their role heading into the later half, the second half of the season. Uh, They're playing against underdogs team that is now officially without second
0: leading scorer. scorer, Ty boogie. I'm still going underdogs in this one because I think they're just such a physical team. And Jimbo and Mike haven't played a lot of basketball, whereas I feel like the underdog kids, they play all the time. I'm going to go underdogs in this one.
1: Um, I think because of the aggressive nature of the underdogs, it's going to force Mike and Jimbo to really have to handle the ball tight. They're going to yeah. have to really make plays. They're going to be under duress for 44 minutes. I do think that Ty Boogie is one of their most aggressive guys. So I do think that their aggression is going to go down a little bit. Um, I, it's a, Honestly, I think this is way more of a... Not a coin flip. Not, it's definitely not a coin flip. Underdogs are definitely favorite a favorite in this game. Yeah. I think this is a very good game. I think that Mike brings a different element to their team. Um, I'm not sure if Teaser or Samson's showing up again this week. Um, but what I do know is that injury reserve is not going to go out there and lay an egg again. They're they're ready to play. They have their roles kind of figured out on their team. They can man up, I think, with anyone based on their personnel. I'm going to take the underdogs, but going to be a super close one.
0: I agree. All right. That's our little preview. We'll uh, – We'll catch you guys this weekend. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe, rate the league, write a review. If you're listening on SoundCloud, make sure to follow the page. And we will catch you guys on Sunday.